With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. It is the 15th day of December, 2012. Six days till the end of the world. Once again, that is a fraud. But uh, I'll get into that a little bit later. But um, I do want to address um, some of the people out there in the population. And I do have to say, what is your problem? Michael Moore... Pierce Morgan, you guys can't even let it go for an hour after these kids are massacred. You start tweeting about gun bans. Using this atrocity to springboard your ridiculous anti-gun agenda. I think we should have we should have a, a mourning period for these people where you don't make it a political fanfare. Give it at least an hour, but ten minutes later, you guys jump on Twitter and say, this is your wake-up call, America. This is your wake-up call. No, it's not. It's a guy that went bonkers and shot a bunch of kids. It's not a wake-up call. It's just a proof that humans are crazy sometimes. And as I posted on my Facebook page, and I'm actually going to read this article this morning, the majority of the time these people are either on psychotropics or they're just mentally deranged. So Michael Moore, Pierce Morgan, I have your solution. We're just going to ban hands. We'll just ban hands because if everybody chops their hands off, then nobody can strangle anybody. Nobody can shoot a gun. Nobody can stab anybody. Nobody can drive a car and kill anybody, and everybody will be safe. Everybody will be safe if we just ban hands. So I'm going to be the first to call for it right now. We're banning hands. And if you guys don't want to take it that far, let's just ban we'll – ban, um, we'll ban pillows because they suffocate people. Um, we'll ban um, – let's see. We could ban knives because that uh, Chinese guy went bonkers and, and stabbed 22 kids. So we got to ban knives. Firearms, we got to ban those, obviously, because they're evil, because they just get up in the middle of the night, walk into rooms, and just start randomly, you know, shooting people. And a hail of bullets, you know, nobody was behind it. It's just uh, the gun that was bad. Uh, shovels. I mean, let's just ban it all. But you see, here is the delusional part of our society where it's not what was wrong with this person or what what could he have been on to drive him to this point. Never anything like that. Somebody shot a bunch of kids with a gun, so we need to get rid of guns. I applaud your ignorance. I absolutely applaud your ignorance to have... Any kind of third-level thinking on this, because it doesn't just go first level like you've been taught in school with your regurgitation methods and your you know not questioning authority and anything like that. It goes way beyond your first level. It goes way beyond. It's sophisticated. Look at what ha- look at look at Switzerland. Switzerland. They have, they can have grenades, they can have whatever they want, and there's no crime. Kennesaw, Georgia. 
everybody is mandated to have a firearm if you own a home. One of the lowest crime rates in the United States. Chicago? What happened up in Chicago? They got the gun ban up there. That's a good test subject for you. So for all you people that want to ban guns, I got two options for you. Why don't you either go to Chicago or Detroit, and then tell me if you want a gun ban. Pierce Morgan, let's drop you off in the middle of Detroit with no firearms and none of your security and see what you think then. Because people – guns are not the issue. The issue is the degrading society – The television has poisoned our brains. Straight up, it has absolutely taken control of our culture, and it has now poisoned us to the point where we believe, and some of these kids that are on psychotropics believe, that these first-person shooters are real. Now, I, for one, do play Xbox. I play first-person shooters, but I can distinguish between going into the Matrix and playing a video game and reality, because reality is much crazier. But side issue, what you need to understand is that a gun is nothing more than a chance in a crazy life. That's all it is. It's a chance. It's not a guarantee. You might never have to use that firearm. But I tell you what, it would be better to have it and never have to use it than to need it and not have it. So, Pierce Morgan, let me let me address this to you specifically because you coming from London, you should know this, and I bet you do, and that makes it even more sick that you push this New World Order crap of disarming the American population. You love it. Michael Moore, you love it. Making movies about capitalism and talking about how bad it is and then making millions of dollars on top of that. Are you really that cynical? You really just – you have no clue what you're doing. Well, actually, you probably do, and that makes it even more sick. So, Pierce Morgan, let's let's take it down the path of England, shall we? And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, everyone, because it is an absolute tragedy, and I'm not going to reduce it to something as frivolous as a gun ban. It is horrible. And if you didn't pray yesterday for these kids to the universe or God or Jesus or Buddha or whatever you pray to for the souls of those people, for the souls of those parents that dropped their kids off at school and then were never able to pick them up, if you didn't pray for them in your own way, then that is the underlying problem in society right there. If you can't have empathy for those kids and those parents, then we got no hope. But I bet a lot of you did. I know I did. So, Pierce Morgan, here it is. You have a total gun ban over in Europe. And what happened? Oh, it was the exact same thing that happened here. A person went crazy and shot a bunch of people to school. And you guys went total gun ban. Not allowed to have guns. Then what happens last year? Or was it two years ago? I can't even remember. These days are getting so crazy. Oh, You guys have a bunch of looters running around, smashing out windows, stealing stuff. What happens? Nothing. They know that the population is disarmed. What are you going to do? You're going to swing a bat at me? So they go in there and they rob stores with their little hoodies on, and they think it's cute. And you probably think it's cute because, oh, look at the kids just being kids. That stuff would never happen if you have a firearm. Never. First person that breaks in, shot goes up in the air, they're going to the next door. I promise you. But that's what you're going to get. If you if you really want a disarmed population with these economic times, you are a crazy person. And I mean that with all due respect, because as soon as you told me that you want a, a complete and total gun ban, or you think that we need to start rounding up all these guns, you have no clue what's going on in the world. Absolutely none. Because if anything, you would be crying, we need more guns, we need to protect ourselves. We've got a bunch of authoritarians involved in government, which is a quote from Ron Paul. Authoritarians involved in government. We are massing troops on the Turkish border to go invade Syria, who has attacked no one. 
And we've got an upcoming fiscal cliff, which is just political football. All of these things added together are just a powder keg of of just things that could go wrong. I mean, they could this stuff could just go wrong in a hurry. But for some of you in 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 your television world that you live in, where it's all about it's all about really three debates. And that's all that you have. It's a debate on abortion. It's a debate on gun control. And it's a debate on welfare and health care. That's it. That is the extent of your political knowledge and the extent of your intellectualism. You have no more than that. Because you can't pull yourself away from your so blind political beliefs to maybe, just maybe, think for one minute that there are going to be some exceptions to your crazy little rule. So at the end of the day, what does all this mean? At the end of the day, it is now apparent that we have a psychotropic drug problem here in the United States, as well as a prescription um, – let's see. What's the best way to put this? A, a prescription opiate problem. These are now apparent to anybody that pays attention. Opiates are now widely abused because they're given out like candy for anything from a toothache to, oh, I, I think I might have hurt my back at work. Here are some Percocet. Go have some fun. But those drugs are okay because Big Pharma said so. Big Pharma in the pocket of the FDA and vice versa. Understanding that that is probably one of the only things that's keeping our our society from complete collapse from a monetary standpoint, that and the war machine. So as you see this shift into, into complete and utter disarray for this society where, you, where we're starting to really nitpick at each other over things that don't really matter, ignoring the large issues, ignoring the unchecked balances – of the Federal Reserve, and I've got some news on the Fed coming up. The people that create our money and put it into the money supply with no oversight. You know, Alan Greenspan even said that publicly. I've played the clip on air here. I, I don't care who's the president. They have no oversight in what we do. So I do have some – I do have the Ron Paul short um, straight talk coming up. I've got a, a clip that is – Super powerful, and you guys need to pay attention to this, and this is a broadcast that you need to get out to your people that don't understand the monetary system because I'm going to go over some just key points in order to understand where we're going and how we've gotten here. There's going to be some really good audio clips to explain the situation that we're in and the reason that the people can't comprehend that 3% inflation over a long period of time always ends up doubling the money supply. So to wrap up my comments on the shooting, shame on you for making it political football. Shame on all of you. I wasn't even going to address it. I was going to address it from a news standpoint, but I saw so many Facebook posts of people just attacking 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 firearms. I even saw one quote that said we need to ban assault weapons. There wasn't even you know, from the reports I saw, there wasn't even an assault weapon involved. That's so absurd. It's like saying we need to ban bazookas because somebody got stabbed with a fork. What? Don't make it political football, people. We are better than this as a society. And you know what? If you guys prove me wrong and you just make it about political football and the Second Amendment all day, then we're toast. Because you are completely losing scope of what is going on. Once again, get the facts, understand it, make a concerned effort, a concerted effort to understand what happened. Don't just read the headline of some article and then come in here with your anti-gun story, with your rhetoric. That's all it is, is rhetoric. So stop, everybody. That's my message to you. Stop this craziness. So 
With that being said, I'm going to move to the to the Ron Paul short and um, straight talk here. Gosh, I'm sorry. I haven't had enough coffee this morning, I guess. You know what? I'm going to play this Super State clip here because here's what we're going into, guys. Here's what's happening. Ron Paul is up there talking about it. A few others in Congress are talking about it. But you're starting to see the ever-slow creep of a, of a very large federal government. Federal governments are very dangerous because there's so many levels of unchecked bureaucracy. And what I mean by that is in order to get things done, you have to go through about four or five different levels. And then what happens is you have people at these certain levels that the only thing that they care about is protecting their job, much like in corporate America. You will have people that will do anything to protect their job, anything to do to cover their ass, because we have been enslaved by the Federal Reserve System. And people probably just sat there and either looked at their computer screen and said, what are you talking about, been enslaved? Yeah, we've been bought and conquered. In case you guys didn't know, the U.S. federal government filed bankruptcy in 1933 after the war. Done. Federal government bankruptcy, Chapter 11, working bankruptcy. And then who came to the rescue? So understand how all this stuff works, and if you don't understand, ask somebody. And if they don't understand, hey, my my website's a pretty good place to start for understanding the financial side of things because I like the financial side because it's something that if we change the financial aspect of this, if we take the money out of it, and just look at how all this stuff starts. It all starts because of money. Big Pharma, what is the main problem with Big Pharma? It's in bed with government, and then they get a lot of money, and it's unchecked, you know, unchecked prescriptions. It's unchecked releases. It's unchecked GMOs. It's everything. So follow the money. And once again, if you cut the money off, then we can start the healing process. But it all revolves around that almighty dollar, much like everything here in the United States. It all revolves around that. So here's my clip on the super state, and I'm going to go get some more coffee because evidently I need some because I am not doing this broadcast justice at this point. Thanks for everybody for putting up with me. Sorry for delaying the broadcast a couple days, but I was a little bit under the weather. So here is a clip that kind of gets you in the mindset of where we could be headed if we don't wake up to this Federal Reserve fraud system, if we don't wake up to where this group of politicians wants to take us by removing all of these fiscal conservatives and then having the neocons, a.k.a. big government Republicans, which should be the biggest oxymoron on the planet. If we don't get a hold of these people, if we don't get a hold of spending, if we don't get a hold of this stuff, we're going to end up in a really bad spot. Hey, why can't we be like Ireland and just – you know, rebuke the, the, the Federal Reserve System and arrest the banksters like they did. They arrested two of the top head bankers. They're like, all right, well, we're, we're done with this. We're absolutely done. System's gone. Yep, you're out of here. And then, boom, arrest the top two bankers. Put them in jail five years. Not nearly enough, but hey, it's a start. You start putting the people that are in charge of these banks in jail, now we're going to get some retribution. We're going to get some real change, but until then, there's just way too much money involved, and politicians are greedy people. I hate to break it to you. I know I just probably told you a leopard had spots, but politicians are greedy, and they do not look out for your best interests, just the way it is. So here's where we could be headed with the super state, and then I'll uh, break it down on the other side and then go to the Ron Paul straight talk. Logic is an enemy, and truth is a menace. There is very little call for the services of a librarian. Case in point, a minister. A minister would tell us that his function is that of preaching the word of God. And of course it follows that since the state has proven that there is no God, that would make the function of a minister somewhat academic as well. There is a God. are in error, Mr. Wordsworth. There is no God. The state has proven that there is no God. You cannot erase God with an edict. You are obsolete, Mr. Wordsworth. You have no function, Mr. Wordsworth. You're an anachronism, like a ghost from another time. I am nothing more than a reminder to you that you cannot destroy truth. You're a bug, Mr. Wordsworth, a crawling insect. An ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. 
I am a human being. I exist. And if I speak one thought aloud, that thought lives even after I'm shoveled into my grave. Delusions, Mr. Wordsworth. Delusions. The Bible, poetry, essays, all kind, all of it, an opiate to make you think you have a strength when you have no strength at all. You have nothing but spindly limbs and a dream, and the state has no use for your kind. Yeah, buddy. That's the way that they look at you. We are stakes on the table, as I've said many times before, because, hey, they say it in their own writings. That they believe that they are the intellectual elites, and you are the mind-numb zombies. And they believe that since you're a human, that you have the free will and the ability to comprehend all of these different intellectual states that they have. So... From a social Darwinistic standpoint, they believe that since they can come up with these elaborate schemes and these elaborate plots and pull them off, and you guys don't catch them, that that is their right, because from a social Darwinistic standpoint, since they can do it and get away with it, then it is just in the universe, because you have the intellectual capabilities to stop them. So what I'm telling you is let's get together and understand what is going on here, people. Understand where we're at in history. We are at a very crucial turning point in history. The United States empire is on the downturn. Every empire fails because of lack of funding and overreach. That is one of the main flaws of empire, is that there is only one way for it to go. It either expands all the way into global domination, or it collapses due to lack of funding and being spread too thin. So I'm going to get into the Ron Paul straight talk, and then after that, we're going to talk about Syria. And we're going to talk about Syria in a way that needs to be talked about between your friends, between your peers, and between even people in the grocery line. Because people need to realize what's going on here. We are looking at an unchecked government funding radical Islamicists and then claiming that they are the new government. It has been verified, it has been vetted that our government now publicly funds al-Qaeda jihadis. And the way that they spin it, it's, it's a tiny pocket. I don't care if it's one dude that's an al-Qaeda jihadi. For real, we're funding terrorists to go attack a country that doesn't have a central bank, by the way. Once again, I broke that down on my show about four or five times. You know, Libya didn't have a central bank. What's the first thing they do? They go in there, boom, we got to set up a central bank. Got to get this thing back on the dole here. Can't have you guys out of the global banking system. Syria doesn't have a Rothschild-controlled central bank. Here they come. Iran doesn't have one either. Here they come. So if you can start connecting the dots, and that's not some conspiracy theory, that's just reality. Just look at who owns all these things. Once again, look at it from the top down, much like a corporation. Hey, we are the corporation of America. We are the war machine of the new world order. And for those of you that don't believe in the new world order, it is now being openly announced. Global governance run by mega banks and bureaucrats. In the UN, trying to make policy over the internet outside of law with unelected, once again, unelected by the people, bureaucrats, appointed bureaucrats, as if we don't have enough problems in this country. Listen, we have a population that is completely dumbed down. I've never seen anything like it. Here's a good example. I was down with We Are Change Atlanta last Saturday. We were protesting the private Federal Reserve that is, you know, inducing inflation, monetizing debt, everything that's bad. Everything that could possibly go wrong in 
and we have people that literally wanted to fight us because we were protesting because they thought that that was macho and cool is to come around and strut up to somebody and bow up to them because they're out on the street exercising their First Amendment. The guy had no clue what we were talking about. All he knew is he was going to go down to the park and throw his football with his buddy. No lie. He and his buddy walking through with a football, and he raises his hand to one of our friends that just tries to give him a flyer. Hey, buddy, educate yourself on the Federal Reserve System. They're taking your money. Get away from me. I don't, what are you guys doing out here, you bunch of hippies? That's it, dude. I sound like a hippie. I know. Peace and love, man. How about we just destroy the bank that is absolutely gutting this country? Not destroy in a physical sense, but let's abolish it or let's audit it. I mean, if we audit the Fed, it's ball game over, guys. Because you're going to see where all this money's going. Remember when they asked Bernanke, can we see where the money went for the bailout? And then he comes back with a double speak of any bank that needed a loan, got approved for a loan. Can we see who got the loans? No. And then Congress shuts up because they know that they have no oversight over them. So Ron Paul introduces a bill, gets a lot of people behind it. What happens? Boehner says, yeah, I'm going to put this underneath my chair. I got to go talk about this fiscal cliff. And I don't want you fiscal conservatives involved in our conversation either. Barack Obama and I will go talk about it behind closed doors. They probably sat back there and smoked a joint together. Who knows what those guys did? I mean, come on, people. When are you going to see through the facade? No matter who is in the White House. No matter who is the Speaker of the House. It always ends up going the same way because they have to tow the status quo line. Because if we start jostling the system, then the system might collapse or the system might have to respond to some crazy stuff they've been doing. Like saying that it's okay that we can bomb a country... Just because we say so, with drone attacks in Pakistan, just because we say so. There is Al-Qaeda there. We have to go bomb them. Oh, and by the way, we can kill 200 people at one wedding, and that's collateral damage. I don't pretend to know anything about war, but what I do know is that's not war. That's murder. That is straight-up murder. And for those of you that are upset about the about the school shooting... Think about how many kids that our country has killed blindly as collateral damage. That should make you sick to your stomach. That is what you should be talking about. Wars just for the sake of having wars. To push the military-industrial complex. To push these private hedge funds so they can make billions upon billions of dollars... And then leverage your 401k out and then lose it all. And then, oh, well, that's just your problem. Sorry. It's like the South Park episode where Randy goes and deposits that money in the bank. And the guy just hits a couple of buttons and goes, and it's gone. That's what's going on, people. I mean, all these new taxes that are coming out, I mean, they know that it's going to bankrupt the country. They know that it's going to put us into cardiac arrest from the economic standpoint. They know this stuff. And you'll see it. And people will still trust the system. The, f- the federal government is too large. Not that I, I'm not saying that I dislike anybody in the federal government. I'm just stating a fact. We are spending too much running to run a country the way that this country was not built to be run. This country was not built to be run... From from the top-down management, it says in the first line of the Constitution, we the people, we give the states the power. We give the federal government the power. We, 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 you, you, me, all of us. That's who has the power. But they flip it with the black uniforms and the SWAT tanks and all this other crazy stuff to make you feel like you're you, you have no say. 
to make you feel like that you're just so tiny that we could never do anything. And I hear that all the time. What can I do? What can I do? Dude, do what I did. Just start doing everything. Start doing everything you can. Even if it's bootleg. I mean, some of my stuff's bootleg. I'll admit it. I just don't have time. I don't have the money to, you know, hire somebody to create me a cool graphic. I don't have, you know, the time to edit all this stuff down. You know, I have a life also. I work. But look what I do. And I'm not saying that I'm some great patriot, but at least I'm trying. And that's all you got to do is try, and when you connect with like-minded people and you try, it is absolutely amazing what you guys can accomplish. Forget those people like we saw at the Federal Reserve rally that are coming up wanting to punch you in the face. They'll never get it. They'll never understand because they're too entrenched in the system. They can't even fathom the fact that they break with their reality. They can't do it. I bet those people, I bet you they don't even know that the Christmas tree is a pagan thing. I bet they don't. That was adopted by the Christians in order to symbolize something. They don't know that. They don't know they don't know this stuff because it's not cool to know this stuff. It's cool to know football scores if you're a guy. It's cool to know fashion if you're a girl. And I that's an overgeneralization, but let's just face it, that's the way the population works. I mean, for real girls, leggings as pants again, I thought we already saw this you know, tragedy back in the 80s. We're going to go back to leggings as pants. And and guys with the, you know, the Zach Morris tongue shoes, come on, man, tucking the jeans in. I've already seen this rodeo once. Not a good look. But hey, you know, New York's going to sell that to you. That's what's hip. That's what's cool. That's what you need to be worried about. You need to worry about what's hip, what's cool, and what's trending now on Twitter. You don't need to worry about your government going over and attacking a country unprovoked. You don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about the three-day test that the Hedron Collider is going to have You know, going up to um, 2012, um, 20, uh, December 21st, 2012. You don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry that they're creating many black holes that dissipate. You don't need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about government doing secret testing. None of that stuff do you need to worry about. You need to worry about what's going on this weekend for football, what the matchups are, who's going to play on your fantasy team. And on the flip side, you need to find out the work gossip. Those are the things that we care about. So we need to have an intellectual shift into things that really matter, people, because if we don't, we are headed down a really bad road. And I'm just saying this from a society that has no clue how their money is created. That's scary. If you don't have a basic concept of how that green paper gets into your pocket, that's creepy. So I've delayed for 15 minutes rambling here about society, but... These are points we need to get out. We need to have dialogues about these points. These are the big points. Making little black holes? I know you're scientists and all, but dude, for real? That's like the scientists back in the 60s that were shooting nukes up into the space. And you can look this up, and I'll actually link to this because there was actually a whole documentary made on these crazy psychopaths. You know, hey, let's just shoot a bunch of nukes in the atmosphere and detonate them and see if we can blow a hole in the ozone. Huh? Why? I don't know. Just see if we can do it. Let's try to create a starlet. Let's try to create... You know, let's see if we can find dark matter. Dude, dark matter for real? The thing that makes up 80% of the universe? And you guys know it's there? Yeah, but we want to try to create it. Yeah, yeah, we're making little black holes and stuff, but they're going away. Now, what happens if you make one that sticks around? Well, the Earth implodes on itself. Or if you create a starlet or something like that, a little that has like an unbelievable amount of weight. It's something like twenty billion tons. It's this little itty bitty particle that would just boop, fall to the center of the earth and hit the core. Good night. There we go. Nice work. How's that hedron collider working out for you guys? Oh, but don't worry, we're scientists. Yeah, there is a probability that we could maybe, you know, suck the earth completely in on itself, but you know, it's this is science. We need to do it. 
Those are the conversations that we need to have. Drone warfare. Those are the conversations that we need to have. Banker bailouts. Who's getting this money? Why does it always have to come back on the taxpayers? Who signs off on all this garbage? How do we def- how do we appropriate the NDAA, the defense spending budget for next year, a 98 to nothing in the Senate? Just you guys going to cut military spending? Nope, we're just going to keep on going. Are you freaking kidding me? How many of you guys are accountants or know an accountant? Get in there and look at the look at Look at the balance sheet. We are about to go super broke. But then the Fed will print more money, and the population will wonder why the price of bread and the price of coffee keep creeping up. Once again, coffee is the easiest thing to watch because it's just the easiest commodity to track because it's considered a luxury good. So once coffee, which is now at $10, which it was at about $6 last year, $5.99, now it's you know, $7.99, $8.99, $9.99, at some, depending on which brand you want. Get the Starbucks, it's probably like 11. Those are the kinds of things we need to worry about, people. Not infighting over whether we should have guns or not have guns or abortion or not have abortion. Abortion is a big issue, but we got, we got to table that, man. We got to table some of this stuff. We can infight with one another once we get this nation sorted out, but if we don't get this nation trending in the right direction, and it was funny, I was chatting with one of my friends yesterday on Facebook. And I think that it's just very simple. As long as we can just steer this ship towards liberty and freedom, all we have to do is get people a basic understanding of liberty, freedom, and understand that you are being robbed by a private bank. Understand that. 80 – or not, excuse me. Transpose the numbers. 98% of your purchasing power has been destroyed by your loving Federal Reserve. And then they get up there and grandstand about how they kept us from going into you know, a double-dip recession. Dude, come on, man. With your cook numbers, we're still in a recession. And you guys are going to keep interest rates at zero until, you know, until the cows come home, until unemployment drops below 6.5%. And you know when that will be? That will probably be next year when Obamacare comes in and people start getting fired from their full-time jobs and will have to get two part-time jobs, and those will be counted as jobs added. And then we'll get extremely skewed numbers. So sorry for the long-windedness here. Now I'm going to go to the Ron Paul clip or I'm never going to go to it. Now I see how other talk show hosts just get caught up in their own in their own conundrums and just end up vomiting over the, <laughs> over the microphone for the most part. So here you go. Here's the Ron Paul clip, and I'll, I'll address some of these things on the other side, and then I'm going to get into the doubling time, which is probably the most important part of this broadcast because you need to understand that. You need to understand what 3% inflation does, what 5% inflation does, and how it affects you. All right, so here's Ron Paul. Hello, this is Ron Paul with your weekly update for December 10th. Earlier this month, we learned that the Obama administration is significantly expanding the number of covert defense intelligence agency agents overseas. From just a few hundred DIA agents overseas today, the administration intends to eventually deploy some 1,600 covert agents. The nature of their work will also shift away from intelligence collection and more toward covert actions. This move signals a major change in how the administration intends to conduct military and paramilitary operations overseas. Unfortunately, it is not a shift toward peace, but rather to an even more deadly and disturbing phase in the war on terror. Surely attacks on foreign countries will increase as a result of this move, but more and more the strikes will take place under cover of darkness and outside the knowledge of Congress or the American people. The move also represents a further blurring of the lines between the military and intelligence services, with the CIA becoming more like a secret military unto itself. This is a very troubling development. In 2010, I said in a speech that there had been a CIA coup in this country. The CIA runs the military, the drone program, and they are in drug trafficking. The CIA is a secretive government all of its own. With this new expanded defense intelligence agency present overseas, 
it will be even worse. Because the DIA is operationally under control of the Pentagon, direct congressional oversight of the program will be more difficult. Perhaps this is as intended. The CIA will be training the DIA in its facilities to conduct operations overseas. Much of this will include developing targeted data for the President's expanding drone warfare program. Already, the President has demonstrated his preference for even more drone attacks overseas. In Pakistan, for example, President Obama has, in his first four years, authorized six times more drone strikes than under all eight years of the Bush administration. Nearly 3,000 individuals have been killed by these drones, many of those non-combatants. President Obama said recently of Israel's strikes against the Palestinians in Gaza, quote, no country on earth would tolerate missiles raining down on its citizens from outside its borders, close quote. This announcement by the administration amounts to precisely that. The U.S. intends to rain down ever more missiles on citizens overseas. I believe what the president says about Israel is true everywhere. So what about those overseas who live in fear of our raining down missiles? How will they feel about the United States? Is it not possible that we may be inviting more blowback by expanding the covert war overseas? Does that make us safer? In an exhaustive study earlier this year by Stanford and New York University law schools found that the U.S. drone strikes on Pakistan are damaging and counterproductive, potentially creating more terrorists than they kill. Its recommendations of a radical reappraisal of the program obviously fell on deaf ears in the administration. Thousands of new DIA spies are to be hired and placed undercover alongside their CIA counterparts to help ferment even more covert wars and coups in foreign lands. Congress is silent. Where will it all end? Thanks for calling this update. A new update is placed on this number, 888-322-1414. So there you go, Ron Paul being straight with the American people once again. And we've known about the CIA coup, much of us here that study the New World Order, that study what's going on with this political shift, that you get this vestigial Congress that we have now, Basically ceremonial because, you know, hey, every time we want to go to war, all we need is, you know, confirmation from the UN. You guys have heard me play that clip, and I played it a couple of weeks ago. As long as we form a coalition, and the coalition has determined that we need to use force, then we'll go in. And what about Congress? No, we don't really need congressional approval if we form a coalition. It's like, what are you talking about, man? Did you read the Constitution? And and that's what the the – the the senator says he's like you're you served in the senate you understand you've served in the congress you understand this stuff he's like well yeah but you know you know if we form a coalition then we we got to go bomb people that's the way it works so this is just an unbelievable thing that we're seeing here the cia coup is underway yes george bush senior was the former head of cia but that doesn't make any difference guys that doesn't matter. That's a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy theory that the only picture that he wanted posted in his presidential family picture to go into the little White House book was a picture of him sitting there with a freaking pyramid with the capstone missing off of it. Which, for those of you that don't know, is an Illuminati symbol for the cap being put on the tip of the New World Order. And the Illuminati, whether you believe they exist or they don't, they actually did exist back in the 1776. They um, they brought about the Jacobins and all those guys that wanted to, you know, they're actual. That was a real. It was a real group. So whether you believe in the Illuminati or not, it is very creepy to see symbolism like that from somebody that has been known to be involved with Skull and Bones and his son be involved in Skull and Bones and John Kerry and all these other guys being involved in secret societies. And then when they ask the president, well, what's, what do you guys do in your secret society? He goes, well, it's a, it's a secret. And if you guys think that George Bush is really that stupid, you, you guys are the ones that are fools. He's just up there to act the part, much like Barack Obama is there to act the part. 
And I don't want to get into some conspiracy theory stuff because anytime you try to take it down a road where there's a coup or something like that, people just can – they shut down. Even though it's happened in governments over thousands of years, there's always been coups and coup d'etats and stuff like that. There's a reason we have terms that actually describe those events, people, because they happened. Ron Paul says the CIA is really starting to expand, which I would agree. That's why they want these spy grids in place. That's why they tell you straight up now that they're taking your data. Why do you think that they let this NSA whistleblower come out? They're like, well, I mean, yeah, let's just tell these, let's you know, let's tell the sheep now that we're spying on everything that they do. This is not fun, guys. This is not funny. It's time to stop watching football. It's time to stop doing. All these mundane things. Either you want hardcore oppression, I mean hardcore Nazi oppression, which could come about, or it looks like a Soviet-style takeover, kind of. I mean if you just – like I was reading my friend the other day. Just go to Wikipedia and look up Joseph Stalin and look up collectivism. I mean it is almost a exact blueprint for what's going on here in the U.S., shutting down private farms to go to the big combines. And then promising all these big returns and big investments and big things. I mean it's just a load of garbage. They understand that. They understand that if they destroy the middle class or if they get the welfare class, which was 60% of the population back then against like 5% that were like the upper middle crust that never went along, along with collectivism because they knew that it was going to be a fraud. Just read it. I mean they would round up and kill 20,000 people in 1930. Just round them up and killed them. Why? Oh, because you guys are resisting our collectivism. So stuff like this does go on, people. Humans don't change very much. Human behavior remains the same. Putting different clothes on people and putting them in a different time period doesn't change their modus operandi. It doesn't change the way they operate. It just gives them new little toys to do it with. The Stasi would have loved to have the surveillance grid that we have now. You mean that we can listen to all their conversations, track them wherever they go, read their emails, and we just store all this stuff? This is awesome. But the American public's like, yeah, so what? I don't do anything wrong. No, no, no. It's not if you do anything wrong. It's if the system says that you do something wrong. You know, you could say that you like sugar cookies, and all of a sudden the system says, well, anybody that likes sugar cookies is now a terrorist. And if they got documentation that you are you like sugar cookies, you're going to a re-education camp, or they might just kill you. And I hate to be a fear monger, but this is time to really wake up and look at all this stuff for what it is. Look at this stuff, man. How do you not get upset with – Somebody you know, tracking you wherever you go. How do you not get upset by that? How do you not get upset by the NSA collecting all your data? That's not freedom. Just because they say it's freedom doesn't – just because the Patriot, the Patriot Act sounds patriotic doesn't mean that it is. You have to research this stuff, and it doesn't take long. Give yourself 10 minutes, and you'll freak out. I promise you. Give yourself 10 minutes of – you know. Search in the surveillance grid, and you will freak out. So transitioning off of the surveillance state, I kind of got on a tangent there. I'm sorry about that, guys. I'm all over the map this morning. But here's what we really, really, really need to worry about. And what we need to worry about is where our money is going and what's going to happen to the U.S. dollar. Because so goes the dollar, so goes the rest of the world. We are the world reserve currency. If our dollar gets destroyed, look out. There will be a massive war. Why? Because that's what they do. And you even hear people say it in passing, and they cannot make the connection, and it baffles me. Well, looks like the economy is going to go down. They're going to take us off to war. You American fools. You fools. War is not something that's going to happen over there all the time. It's not always going to be over there. We're going to send troops in. Do you realize what you're saying? You're going to put human beings 
in a place where they can get killed because of money. And not your money. No, it's not your money. You're not getting any of that. You're not reaping any of the benefits of this of this empire. You're not reaping any benefits at all. What do you get? You get the surveillance state. You get all of that. That's what you get. You get to get spied on. You get to get tracked and traced wherever you go. So think about what you're doing. And think about when you look back at history at all these other empires, how you sit there and think to yourself, wow, how come nobody in their country stood up? They were literally going to kill people. Unprovoked wars, they're going to kill people. And they would just tell people, we're going to go there. They might attack us like Hitler did. Well, these guys, Poland, might attack us or they attacked our border that we set up and staged anyway. But they're going to invade so with their you know, horse-drawn buggies or whatever, so we got to go over there and get them before they get us. Preemptive wars, guys. Wars of aggression. Problems. Finance. Problems. Handguns. Not the issue. Not the issue right now. Let's try to get, let's try to get the politicians in line, and then we can worry about how we're going to regulate these firearms. But here is the clip on doubling time, and I'm going to come back to this because this is the crucial part of understanding what fractional reserve banking can and will do to your currency. Well, it's a real pleasure to be here and to have a chance just to meet with you and talk about some of the problems that we're facing. Now, some of these problems are local, some are national, some are global, but they're all tied together. They're tied together with arithmetic, and the arithmetic isn't very difficult. And what I hope to do is I hope to be able to convince you that the greatest shortcoming of the human race is our inability to understand the exponential function. So you say, well, what's the exponential function? This is a mathematical function that you would write down if you're going to describe the size of anything that was growing steadily. If you had something growing 5% per year, you'd write the exponential function to show how large that growing quantity was year after year. And so we're talking about a situation where the time that's required for the growing quantity to increase by a fixed fraction is a constant. 5% per year, the 5% is a fixed fraction, the per year is a fixed length of time. Now that's what we want to talk about, it's ordinary steady growth. Well, if it takes a fixed length of time to grow 5%, it follows it takes a longer fixed length of time to grow 100%. Now that longer time is called a doubling time. We need to know how you calculate the doubling time, and it's easy. You just take the number 70, divide it by the percent growth per unit time, and that gives you the doubling time. So our example of 5% per year, you divide the 5 into 70, you find that growing quantity will double in size every 14 years. Well, you might ask, where did the 70 come from? The answer is it's approximately 100 multiplied by the natural logarithm of 2. If you wanted the time to triple, you'd use the natural logarithm of 3. So it's all very logical. But you don't have to remember where it came from if you'll just remember 70. Now, I wish we could get every person to make this mental calculation every time we see a percent growth rate of anything in a news story. For example, if you saw a story that said things have been growing 7% per year for several recent years, you wouldn't bat an eyelash. But when you see a headline that says crime has doubled in a decade, you say, my heavens, what's happening? Well, what is happening? 7% growth per year. Divide the 7 into 70, the doubling time is 10 years. But notice, if you're going to write a headline, you'd never write crime growing 7% per year because most people wouldn't know what it really means. Amen. So, Jake, how does that affect us in our day-to-day -day life? Well, if you have... 5% inflation, which is probably a real number, not the fake Federal Reserve number. 5% inflation. The doubling time is 14 years. What does that mean? Let's do the backwards math. When was Glass-Steagall removed from the United States? 
approximately, I think it was about 16 years ago. I think it was 95 or 96. So we're already at the doubling time for that. Gee, I wonder where this financial crisis is coming from. Let's see. You let commercial banks and investment banks put their money together and then go to the freaking Wall Street casino, put it all on 37, and then roll the dice. Excuse me, roll the ball. And there is no, I don't think there's a 37. I think it goes up to 36. So that was a really good analogy, actually. You just put it on some fake number and say, we're going to Disneyland. Just really sick. So understand that the doubling time is very, very important, everyone. And when you hear people talk about, well, we're at 3%, we're at 5% inflation, do the backwards math to yourself. That means that your dollar will be destroyed by half in that amount of time. Why do you people wonder, Cokes used to cost a nickel. This used to cost 10 cents. I remember when a candy bar was 50 cents. Now it's like 75 or a dollar, depending on where you go. Maybe a dollar 10. Why? Because, Jake, in 15 years at 5% interest, or at, let's do the math for 3%. So that would be 3 into 70. That would be about, um, I don't know, 24 years, give or take. That's about as long as I can remember purchasing things because I was about nine years old. Yeah, I'd get a candy bar for 50 cents. Now a candy bar is a dollar. That's pretty accurate. So where's all this stuff going? Well, we have an, un an absorbent debt that we'll never be able to pay back. And then we have the derivatives on top of the debt, which are basically just bets. But here's the main overlying issue. We had a defense spending that's estimated right around a trillion dollars. Once again, the Department of Defense, everyone, used to be called the War Department. But that doesn't really make for a political, politically savvy you know, mirage. So let's call it the Department of Defense. That way it will sound like we're protecting everyone, when really we're just going over and fighting wars of aggression with everyone. So here's the answer. Cut defense spending, retards. Bring some of our troops home. We don't need to be we don't need to be protecting poppy fields for big farmers so they could put people on these on these crazy drugs. We don't need this stuff. It's all about money, people. It's all about money. It always has been and always will be. As long as you got the money changers in charge. Shifting the dollars and cents around, shifting the ones and zeros around, we're never going to have freedom. We're owned. We're, we're occupied. We are occupied by a bank. Are you freaking kidding me? A bunch of humans are occupied by a bunch of banks. That is sick. That is what you need to be mad about. You need to be mad about that. You need to be mad about these preemptive wars. And you need to be mad about these politicians just going with the status quo. Because look at what that's gotten us. Complete surveillance. Cops in black uniforms. For real? Black uniforms, guys? That is the hallmark, hallmark of tyranny. Straight up. Nazi SS, you name it. Black uniforms, intimidation, all of it. Stop it. We need to wake up to this stuff, and you need to get politically involved because pretty soon you ain't going to have a chance to be politically involved because you're either going to be too broke or they're going to have start cracking down on people that get out and express their opinion and start removing the First Amendment, and then that's when it's going to get really weird because you're either going to have people that cower or you're going to have people that stand up to the system and disappear. happens all the time in every culture, every nation. Stand up against a tyrannical government? Where did Jake go? I don't know. He's just gone. Sorry for the tirade there at the end, everybody. Thanks for listening to the broadcast. Be sure to check out the website, wearenotcattle.net, the YouTube kit channel, We Are Not Cattle TV. And hey, man, get a friend, get informed, and get involved, and let's beat these people. Let's beat the banks, much like Thomas Jefferson did, and let's restore the republic and then we can save the political infighting about the First Amendment, abortion, gay rights, all that crap. Save that till later. Let's save the country first. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.